BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. As a parent, do you ever wish someone could just whisper some realistic and trustworthy support in your ear and not make you feel awful for not having all the answers? Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm Dr. Aliza Pressman, developmental psychologist, parent educator, clinical professor, and I'm a mom. My goal is to make your parenting journey less overwhelming and a lot more joyful. Please join me every Friday for new episodes of Raising Good Humans. Welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the breakthrough people, products, and moments in beauty. We're your hosts, Jill Dunn and Carlene Higgins. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast. I'm Carlene Higgins, and I'm here with my co-host, Jill Dunn. Hi, Jill. Hey, Carlene, and hey, everybody. Happy, happy Wednesday. Yeah, happy hump day. If you guys are just tuning in, we are the beauty editors turned beauty podcasters. And our show is all about the breakthrough people, products and moments in beauty. In today's episode, we have a glow down featuring our very special guest, Camilla Coelho. And if you guys aren't familiar with Camilla, she is like a rock star in the beauty influencer space. She has, I believe, almost 9 million followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She has a YouTube channel that's in Portuguese and in English because she is yeah. Brazilian American, really on our radar right now because she's launching her first beauty line. That's right. So she's a makeup artist by trade. She got her start at a Dior makeup counter back in the day and you know really built up her audience with her amazing makeup tutorials and people really love like her hair. They're obsessed with it. Her top videos are all about her hair. And then of course her fashion, like she looks so beautiful in every outfit she wears. She designs as well. And she has her own fashion line. She just dropped last year. So she's really one of these influencers who are building out a lifestyle brand. And that's what we are getting to see the first glimpses of with Ella Luz. In Portuguese, that means she is light. It's really interesting, Carlene. And we we were joking kind of before about how all of these big time beauty influencers mm-hmm. must have had 2020 on their vision board to launch yeah. their brands. Because <laughs> so true. this is the year. Like last week, we had Jackie Ina on mm-hmm. our show and she launched her lifestyle brand called Forever Mood, which is candles and headbands and everything. Go back and listen to it if you'd like. We also, of course, have Patrick Starr. He just launched One Size, which is a makeup line. Desi mm-hmm. Perkins just launched Desi, which is her fashion line. It already sold out. So we as beauty editors, it's part of our job to have our finger on the pulse of like what's trending. And that is definitely a huge trend right Mm -hmm. now is all of these 
big time YouTubers finally putting their name on their own brands. That's right. Instead of all the collabs that were happening before where they were sort of lending their name and now they're just owning it themselves. We actually put this question to Camilla in our interview that you're about to hear. She's going to give us some insights about why now, certainly why in the summer of quarantine is this all exploding. And, you know, I think for editors traditionally, when it comes to influencers and even, you know, that can be considered almost like a naughty word now. But you and I have talked about this before. We actually have so much respect for beauty influencers doing all the things that we used to do with an entire team in the magazine world. Oh, yeah, they're doing the most. And I think really one of the reasons we wanted to speak to Camilla today is, of course, she's got this amazing aspirational content, but she also just this year revealed to her community for the first time ever that she has epilepsy. And we were really curious to ask her about her journey with diagnosed with epilepsy and then her decision to share it with her community. Yeah, and how she's coping now. So Camilla gets really candid about that later in this episode. She's also going to give us a sneak peek into her new line and what's coming next when it comes to skincare. She even hints at ingredient from Brazil that you guys can guess and try and figure out what will be at the heart of her line. She's going to walk us through her exact skincare routine. And, you know, she just she's one of those people who radiates light. So you're going to want to be taking notes. And finally, we're going to finish off with a fun round of rapid fire or some getting to know you questions with Camilla. And here she is, Camilla Quilio. Hello, hello, Carlene here with a quick pause to talk about the best nutrition hack that I've discovered lately, courtesy of our friends at Saqqara. I've been on a health kick as of late, so I totally know that feeling like I want to feel better about what I eat, but what's going to be yummier, a can of tuna and some carrot sticks or a grilled cheese sandwich? Ain't nobody got time to prep healthy and great tasting dishes though, am I right? And that's where Saqqara comes in. Their organic, ready-to-eat meals are made using curated, plant-based ingredients designed to boost energy improve digestion, and get you feeling and looking healthy from the inside out. And one thing I've definitely learned is that healthy meals don't have to be boring. Like who knew that veggie fries could taste so good? Sakara's creations are chef crafted and change weekly, and they're delivered fresh to anywhere in the U.S., to boost results, you can try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder, an all-natural remedy for bloating and fatigue. It also contains Ayurvedic herbs, which help to enhance energy and help minimize those sugar cravings. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com beauty or enter code beauty at checkout. That's Sakara. S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash beauty to get 20% off your first order. We'll link to that offer on our blog and in our show notes. Once again, that's sakara.com slash beauty. And now back to the podcast. So you're a native of Brazil. A lot of people know you from YouTube and Instagram. And I understand you moved to the U.S. as a teenager. What to this day is still the most quintessentially Brazilian thing about you? The most Brazilian thing about me is that I love to dance. I am obsessed with dancing. And that is definitely like a Latina Brazilian thing. Mm -hmm. And I eat my very traditional Brazilian pão de queijo every single morning. Actually, myself and my husband, we learn how to make the dough at home. So we mm -hmm. do a dough every week. 
and you can freeze it, you know, it's like cheese balls. And we have it every single day in the morning. It brings us back to Brazil and to my hometown. Delicious. I hope you'll be marketing those soon. We can buy them too. (laughs) I saw your video dancing with your brother on your Instagram. It was so cute. And I was trying to picture myself dancing with my brother like that. It would just not happen. (laughs) But you guys were adorable. So tell us about your relationship with your mom and beauty. Did you learn any beauty tips from her or get like a skincare hack or any advice from her? So I've always been a beauty lover since I was a little girl. I remember I have countless memories of myself overly brushing my hair before leaving the house. I had like a long bob haircut and I needed to make sure every little hair was in place. And, you know, playing with my mom's and my grandmother's makeup, I was so into beauty. And, you know, my mom always had some makeup on, but my grandmother was really my beauty icon. In every single way you can think of, like my grandmother's energy and her confidence and her just like her personality. She was filled with joy and light always. And I remember like looking at her and just saying to myself, I want to be like my grandmother when I grow up. And she was not like the typical, most, you know, beautiful, like what people can can consider like gorgeous, you know. I don't want to say this wrong way in the wrong way, but like a lot of times we say, you know, someone is beautiful and a lot of people just think like, imagine a perfect looking, you know, like mm-hmm. the perfect nose. And and for me, beauty is really like that light that you let shine through, like that, your personality, it's the most important thing. If you have a good personality, you are automatically beautiful. That's how I always thought. And my grandmother was, for me, the most beautiful woman. I got a lot of things from her. She was the one who gave me my first red lipstick when I was six years old. <laughs> And I have my passport photo with that lipstick on. My mom was so mad. Which one was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. It was probably a Brazilian brand, but it was a red, bold red lip. I got a lot of things from my grandmother. Her hair mask. She used to do like these homemade hair masks with like avocado, aloe vera. She put a bunch of things in the blender and she would do like her homemade stuff. Face masks too. So some things I still do into this day, like the honey and and brown sugar, face mask, like things that are very organic, but still work for you, you know? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I got a lot of it from my grandmother for sure. What about any skincare hacks? I feel like I've read a lot you talking about your mom passing on like some cool skincare hacks to you. Skincare hacks for me is truly like my mom always told me like, wash your face. Don't wash your face twice during the day, like through the day, I just wash it and cleanse it at night. In the morning, it's just water. And then my, my serum, a lot of times, you know, if you keep applying too many things or, or rubbing our face too much, that's when we irritate our skin. Right. So in the morning, I learned with my mom to just wash it with cold water that wakes you up to and be puffins a little bit. And I do a little lymphatic massage every morning. You can do it with your hands and fingers. It's a very Brazilian thing too, the lymphatic on the face. So you pump like the lymph nodes, chin, your jaw, and uh, here on your... Decolleté or... Yeah, decolleté, exactly. like between your decolleté and your shoulder bones. Yeah, so those yeah. that's where the lymph nodes are. And then if you activate it by pumping it three, five times and then mm-hmm. massaging your face really deeply, that would deep up you in such a beautiful way. And now you have like the these tools like quartz Mm -hmm. tools that you can Mm -hmm. that can help you so you don't have to do it with your hands but that's one thing that my mom always does and she does like these face exercises that look 
crazy, but it's so really? good for you. She's always like, yeah. you know, like putting you guys her can't lips. see, but there's a lot of stretching, face stretching going on. <laughs> it's like actors' exercises for their mouth. Yeah, it's insane, yeah. but it works. You know, it's like the same way we work out our body, we should do it with our face. And it's mm-hmm. super healthy. Even with our they're like nasal labial folds here. These these lines is this what or marionette lines? Marionette. Yes, those you mm-hmm. can exercise from the inside with your tongue, like and do that. Oh, oh. my gosh, I look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, want to pause for a moment to let you know about our new show partner, Apostrophe. So Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that makes it easy and affordable to connect with a real life board certified dermatologist. But the brilliant part is that it's all done online. So you never have to leave your house. So basically what you do, you log on to apostrophe.com and you click begin visit and you answer a whole series of questions about your skincare goals. You upload a few makeup free selfies and then boom, within 24 hours, you get a full customized skincare treatment plan emailed right to you. So for myself, I said that I struggled with rosacea and my dermatologist prescribed me azelaic acid and niacinamide. But not only that, what I really appreciated about the apostrophe experience is that I got such a thorough personalized treatment plan. She told me what to use, how much to use, when to use it, how to incorporate this product with my existing routine. So all of those questions that you would normally have when you're trying something new for the first time, I felt like I got all of those answers up front and I was ready to jump in when I received the product at home. So it really is just that personalized dermatology experience without the fuss of going to an office and without the additional expense. So get your first visit with a board certified dermatologist on apostrophe.com for free with the code beauty. This code is only available to breaking beauty listeners and you won't find it anywhere else. Use the code beauty at sign up and you get the visit for free to get started. Head on over to apostrophe.com and click begin visit. We'll link to that offer in our show notes and on our blog. Now back to today's podcast. So now just earlier this year, you revealed to your community that you had been diagnosed with epilepsy when you were nine years old. Why did you choose this year to share that part of yourself? And what has that meant for you sharing that? I did it in February after I found out that it was epilepsy month. And I'll tell you a little bit about my story and how I came to, you know, it came to that moment of of announcing it. So at nine years old, when I was diagnosed, that's when I had my first seizure. My doctor said, you know, I was diagnosed. I, I truly, I, I did not know exactly what it was. And I remember when he told me, the only thing I was scared of was for him to tell me, you know, that I couldn't play anymore, or that I couldn't do certain things that I like to do. And I remember him telling me, the only thing you cannot do, Camilla, is to drink alcohol. And at nine years old, you know, for me, that was like relieving. I was like, oh, you know, I don't want to drink alcohol. The type of epilepsy that I have is a very controlled epilepsy. So, you know, there, unfortunately, there are people have more severe types of epilepsy and, the, and more severe levels as well. So my level is very mild. I've never had a seizure while on medicine, only off medicine. But still, I needed to be on this medicine, right? And it was during my teenage years around 16 years old, that I started to really struggle with my condition. 
my friends, they started partying, they started drinking, and I I wanted to fit in. And, you know, living in the United States, in a new country, I moved to the United States when I was 14 years old, and already trying to fit in and, and, and seeing that as like another limit and having my friends ask me, oh, why don't you drink? Are you scared? Or why? Or because you're Brazilian, you don't drink? And all these little comments will make me even more insecure. I came to a very dark moment of my life where I got to a point that I will, at night I would just ask myself, why? Why do I have epilepsy? Why me? Why do I have to take a medicine every night? Why, you know, why is this happening to me? It brought me to stopping my medicine without telling my mom, without telling my doctors. And that got me to have a seizure in high school in front of all of my friends. And I just wanted to erase that out of my life out of my day. I remember waking up in the hospital and just crying because I knew it was a decision that I made to stop the medicine. And I could have hurt myself. I could have died that day, depending where I had the seizure, right? And so I felt really guilty. I felt, the only thing I did that day was cry. And I remember I had a very important conversation with my mom. During that time that I was struggling, I didn't share with my mom or my parents or my siblings that I was struggling the way I was. And maybe if I did, I could have had this conversation with my mom earlier and avoided, you know, this incident that happened. But, you know, I remember my mom telling me, Camilla, there are people fighting for their lives every single day. There are people who have epilepsy and take medicine, but still have a seizure. Some every day, some every other day. And you take your medicine every night and you know that you are safe since, you know, I've never had a seizure on medicine. So how lucky are you? How can you complain, you know? And Mm -hmm. from her telling me that, it made me realize that, yes, I was a very lucky girl. And yes, I shouldn't complain. Instead of being negative, I should be positive. And it took me some time. I'm not going to say it was over time. It took me some time to, you know, practice that positivity, practice gratefulness to, you know, get to a point that I, that I could accept myself as I was, that I could accept my life's challenges. You know, that there's no such thing as perfection. There's no such thing as perfect life. Everyone in this world, we have different struggles. We have different challenges. Some may seem less difficult than yours, but we all have different, we never know what's going on in in Mm -hmm. anyone's life. So by sharing it, by sharing it, well, how I made the decision to share was thinking about that. You know, I share my life on social media. I've accomplished so many things Mm -hmm. throughout the years. I've traveled the world. I've worked with so many amazing brands. I've, you know, I've, I have my own brands today and people might look at my Instagram and just say, wow, this girl's life is so perfect, right? But one thing I've always said to my followers, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling sad, avoid social media for a few days because social media is a filter of everyone's perfect life. Now, like with having a voice and having a big platform, it is very important for me, Camilla, to share my struggles, to share my vulnerability to tell those who are watching me that yes, I have my 
my bad days. Yes, I go through struggles. Although, yeah, I, I am, you know, doing what I love. I have a job that I love. Mm-hmm. I still, you know, feel insecure some days. I still go through struggles. And I knew that by doing that, although it was scary before coming out, I knew that it could help a lot of people. Is there something that you do to help keep your seizures at bay? And I'm sure that's challenging to just manage day to day. Even though I have a controlled epilepsy, like I've never had it a seizure while on medicine, I still need to take care of myself, especially when I'm traveling. It is very difficult because I need to get at least eight hours of sleep every night. And when I don't, I feel very scared because tiredness is the number one thing that triggers seizures the most. So let's say, you know, a fashion week, there are days that I I try, you know, to go to bed earlier because I know I'm going to wake up earlier the next day and maybe I'll just get five hours of sleep and then I'm super scared. So there are days that, you know, I say no's because of my epilepsy. I say no to jobs. I say no to events depending on my agenda. And, you know, my health is my priority. So every day, like how I think of my life, my schedule, my work, I'm thinking about my condition. Well, if there's one good thing that's come out of quarantine, I feel like it's there's more of a respect for a slower pace, yes. you know, and that's okay. And hopefully, yes. hopefully we'll, you know, adopt some of that moving forward. It doesn't have to be so go, go, go. And the demand's exactly. so high. You know, you've had a lot of success in your career over the past 10 years, and I'm sure that has introduced you some to some pretty spectacular people and places and experiences. So what's been the biggest pinch me moment for you? We need the we need the details. <laughs> the most pinch me moment was going to the Met Gala with Diane von Fustenberg and mm-hmm. having that moment with her before, after you know, sitting down with Diane and talking to her, even about my brand, Ella Luz, that I just launched, getting her advice on it and just walking down those, that Matt Gala stairs with her, literally holding her hand. She said, I was so nervous, you guys. Like she said, <laughs> I'm going to hold your hand. Don't worry. You're going to be fine. And that, that moment for me going up the stairs with her to that, you know, I mean, that's one of the most important events fashion events there is and to be there and to be there with her was like a dream she's such an icon and a role model she's such an icon in fact that didn't her dress have a giant picture of her face yeah I mean that's iconic my dress my dress had a picture of her (laughs) with like the Statue of Liberty crown yeah yeah Um, yeah and it was supposed to be like me uh, I was supposed to be her back in the day um, Mm -hmm. that that day but yeah, she's truly an icon as a, you know, person as well. I truly admire her. She, you know, uses her voice and her brand as well to empower women various different ways. And I, I truly admire that. She's an icon to me for sure. Mm-hmm. So that was my biggest pinch me moment. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Big news from you right now is that you just launched your own beauty line. Is it yes. Ella Luz? How do you say it? 
Ella Lose. You said it perfectly. Ella Lose. Okay. And honestly, right now, Camilla, there's so many big influencers launching brands. It's really exciting. Yeah. We uh, just had Jackie Ina on the show. I know that Patrick Starr just launched a beauty line. Desi Perkins yeah. has a fashion line. So as a YouTuber turned entrepreneur, tell us why, why you think this is all happening in this moment right now. You know, I think I launched my fashion label a year ago and mm. it was already like, I knew I wanted this for so long. And for a lot of us who have been working with so many brands throughout the years, we kind of get to a point that it's like, okay, I now I want my own, right? Because you're advertising right. in, in all of these different products for beauty, for example, like I'm reviewing, I have reviewed so many different products from so many different brands that I've loved. And a lot of them were organically just because I want to talk about it. And it just gets to a point that you, if it's your dream, and I believe that all of those that you mentioned, you know, a lot of them I follow and I admire, they had the same dream and probably the same feeling. Okay. You know, I've been doing this for all of these brands and now why not create my own? Like, Mm -hmm. build something that's mine. And, you know, that is something that also my community, my followers have asked for. Like Camilla, like I want you to have, I want to have products that you design. Like with the Lancome collab, that was the mm -hmm. first, you know, like feeling that I had from my community. Okay. They're trying something that I created. And that mm -hmm. felt incredible. And the feedback and how they reacted to it, the, their excitement made me even more excited to have my own brand. So I think the moment is because, you know, I think those who are creating lines now, a lot of them are people who have been on social media for so long. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's come to this time, you know, okay, it's, I feel I'm ready. And with my beauty brand, I could have launched it and I thought of launching it years ago, like right. four years ago. But I wanted more experience and I wanted to be more mature even. I'm so happy that I started this brand two years ago, working on it two years ago, because I knew exactly what I wanted. I knew exactly what I wanted the products to look like. I knew exactly what I wanted this brand to represent. You know, like Ella Luz is a clean, mindful, sustainable brand. And that is what I thought two years ago was 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 really missing in the market brands that you know have quality but they are you know they're luxurious but they're they are clean and sustainable that was my main goal with Ella Luz and how, like how can I make this brand different from you know what is there in the market yeah I mean I thought it was interesting so we got the products I'm wearing the lip product right now Yay. um and so you launched with two products yes. the liquid lip and cheek stain and the balm and I was quite surprised because the packaging is a beautiful rose gold. And I really thought it was going to be like a warm tone inside something glowy. And then I pulled it out and it's this red lip stain kind yeah. of reminded me of like a Benetint. What made you launch with these two products? Give us like so the mindset there. We're starting with the main essentials and with the lip products, those are the two products that I cannot live without like a good lip balm that's going to hydrate my lips all day that I can use as a mask overnight, but it's still a comfortable formula to wear throughout the day. And a lip tint. A lip tint is always the base. I say like it's my white t-shirt in my closet. You know, it's that base for my makeup when I want, you know, just a fresh face, just a little flush, and I want to walk out looking very natural, but mm -hmm. also a base for a full-on face like I have one now. 
Uh, mm-hmm. So I have it like under my lipsticks and that, that stain oh, is going to stay on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That stain is going to stay on under your makeup or, you know, you can put it on top of makeup too. So today I have it under everything. Um, right. I have under my gloss and I have it under my, my concealer and blush. People can't see. So you're, you're wearing a full on lipstick over top, right? Yeah. A right? gloss. Yeah. yeah a oh, gloss. a gloss. Okay. So like a, a gloss that has colors, like an almost like a liquid lipstick that I'm wearing, it, which is okay. actually Elalou's coming soon. I don't know oh, if I should say this. Peak. <laughs> but um, launching this brand in the United States, I wanted, you know, this brand to have a little piece of my heritage with it. You know, I'm so proud to, I love my country. I'm so proud to be a Latina. And it was really special to me. And you will see a little, little pieces of Brazil and a lot of the brand and our ingredients. Mm-hmm. Most of our ingredients are Brazilian ingredients, uh, like exotic ingredients that you've probably never seen or heard about before. Uh, so mm. we're uh, exploring a lot. Brazil is so rich in agriculture. Take advantage of that. And mm-hmm. maybe, you know, we can even make a lot of ingredients more popular. I feel like you're dying to tell us something and you're not I know. to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I want to put you on the spot so bad right now, but I'm not going to because I know you can't say. But I know you want I to know. tell us. I know I want to. Well, I can tell you one thing. Okay. Our holiday kit is going to be another category, and the main okay. ingredient in that product is a very exotic Brazilian fruit that I have never seen anyone use before. In beauty products hmm. and it is the main fruit that I always talk about so people who know me will know what it is that it's like very exotic from Brazil and from my hometown in Brazil like I grew oh, up wow. with like trees of this fruit in my house I'm really looking forward already for like holiday and what's to come for okay. Alice. but it's yeah. really exciting you know to like work with ingredients from your home country I know ingredients that a lot of people will not be able to even pronounce but it's so exciting <laughs> to like you know, have a piece of my my heritage in this brand. On that note, we know skincare is coming. Can you tell us about your evening skincare routine? Like what are some of the products and steps that you take to, you know, do that bit of self-care yeah. every night? So every night, I if I have makeup on, I'll double cleanse. So mm-hmm. I'll cleanse in the shower with, you know, like a lightweight cleanser. I don't like to scrub my face every day. So usually just a lightweight cleanser to remove all of the makeup, everything that I have on my face. Do you have a favorite, favorite product? You know, there's a few I like. There's summer Fridays that it's very lightweight. It's just really light on and it doesn't, you know, it's not a scrub, but once a week I like to do a scrub on my face just to remove impurities. And then after shower, I tone my skin. Okay, this one is on the pricier side, but it's a toner that my neurologist recommended to me. And it's life changing. Like it is, it's a French. Let me just get the, I think I'm just want to say it right to you guys. It's a toner that will also act almost like as if you're doing a peeling, but like very slowly, you know? So if you use it every day, it's going to close your pores. It's going to control oiliness. And... The smell is not the best, I have to say. Is it the Biologique Recherche? Is it Biologique Recherche? Biologique, yeah. The Biologique, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah oh, we're you guys big fans. About it. <laughs> <laughs> big fans, yeah. Okay. I so you use that. that. Okay, well, that's so that's, no, that's no that's so no ordinary good. toner. Okay, keep going. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> special. 
Okay, so Biologique, and then I put on my favorite serum, and um, that would include the future product that I'm launching. Um, Ooh, la la. It is okay. incredible. It's deeply hydrating, but then it's also a product that you can wear before your makeup, you know? But anyway, going back to my night routine. Okay. So toner, cleansing, toner, then serum, eye cream. I do not do cream on top of my serum because usually the serums that I like to use, they are already like super hydrating. And I don't feel like I need, you know, a moisturizer mm -hmm. on top of my serum. But if I'm feeling super dry or if I'm like just got off a plane, then I'll probably do a mask after mm -hmm. or a, a heavier moisturizer. But that's yeah. my skincare routine. I keep it simple, but like products that work you know, mm -hmm. for my, yeah. for like what I need. Is there a mask you like? I feel like a lot of people are masking in quarantine. You know, I love the brand BioFX for masks. I don't know. It's, I'm terrible with like the specifics of each one, but it's BioFX. I think it's the only mask they have. It's like a white packaging. And I usually, you know, when I do masks, I'm like taking a bath. I do once a week, a spa, home spa day <laughs> where I take you. care of my hair. Uh, I do like a hair mask and then I'll do a face mask and I take a bath. And in my bath, I like to put like Epsom salts to relax. And it's also good for the skin. What's the candle you light? Do you light a candle? I don't like candles. Can you oh. believe? I'm not <laughs> like, I just grew up. My mom always telling me, don't be lighting up candles inside the house. She didn't trust like, you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't light up candles actually. Yeah. But I just like, I put like a little Bossa Nova, like Brazilian calming song and I just relax or like read something. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I mm -hmm. try to do once a week, especially now during quarantine. Uh, yeah. I've been taking advantage of those home spa days. Yeah. And do you have like a body glow product that you use? Your skin's always glowing and tanned yes. looking. Okay. So, oh my God. I feel like you guys know exactly what I'm bringing to Alaluz in the future. <laughs> I like, seriously, who gave you all these? You can read people. Yes, you can, I guess. Uh, but yeah, there's so many good ones out there. I was on this one from Lorac for a long time, but it's more makeup itty, like, it's a bit heavy, but the finish is amazing. It looks amazing in photos. It's a self-tanner or just a cream? Just body a cream, cream, like a, a glow, like a body okay. glow. So mm -hmm. I, but I like to, because it's a heavier texture, I like to mix that with like body oil, you know? So it just gives you more of like an oil finish. That is one thing that I'm working on, on Alaloons, to create like the perfect product for your body. Because yeah. the, these body glows, people always ask me like, what do you have on your legs? And because... You know, in photos, they just, your legs look bronzed, but, you know, mm -hmm. like glowy and it just looks beautiful. So I, I'm addicted mm -hmm. to like body glows and I've been wearing my own formula for a while, but we're still like over testing to make sure mm -hmm. that also like I have the, the perfect consistency, but also it's long lasting and all of those things, you know? Mm -hmm. So we're still, I still haven't approved that one. And it's one of the products that we've been working on, like since we started you know, it was yeah. one of the first products to start developing. So it's going to be like, I believe it could be like one of our biggest heroes, but uh, mm -hmm. we'll see. Uh, but it's coming. Oh my gosh, they're yeah. going to kill me. I'm seeing all these things that I'm creating. <laughs> saying too much. <laughs> uh, that's so good. Well, we will stay tuned for all of that. We probably just have a few questions left. We'll ask you some more beauty. What's your opinion when it comes to cosmetic surgery? So my opinion is I actually have gotten my nose done two years ago, three years ago, two years ago. 
a lot of people, when I talked about it after I did my surgery, I did a video on YouTube saying, guys, I did my nose. And a lot of people were like, really? Like, I didn't notice a lot of difference, but I wanted to be open about it. But one thing I wanted to say then was the fact that, you know, a lot of times we're looking at images on, you know, Instagram, social media, and we're like, oh, this person is perfect. Like, I want to be, I want to have this type of nose or this type of lips or like, there's so many things you judge yourself when looking at these perfect images, but you have to think that most people today, they do, you know, filters, we photograph ourselves in the best lighting. So like, there's no such thing as perfection. And if you, if it is something that really bothers you, like my nose, for example, since I was 15 years old, it kind of bothered me depending on the lighting that I was, because it was more wider uh, Mm -hmm. on the sides. I didn't change the shape of it like anywhere else, but it was just the bone here that was a bit wider and it created this shadow depending the lighting that I was in. And when I started photographing myself a lot and, you know, being on events and stuff, that's when it started bothering the most. And I just Mm -hmm. wanted to change a little bit, but I wanted my nose to look the same. Like I wanted to have my sister next to me and you can still tell we were sisters, you know, like Mm -hmm. I wanted to still have the genetics in there. So it took me a while to like find a doctor that made me feel comfortable. And, you know, and what I tried to say in that video was don't rush. Like if you want it, overthink it really overthink it because a lot of people do surgeries and they go really well, but there are a lot of people who do surgeries and it goes really wrong. So like before Mm. doing it, really think if it's something that you truly need, if it's something that you truly want and make sure that you feel a hundred percent with the doctor you're with. So like visit at least three, four Mm -hmm. different ones to compare because it can easily go wrong. So I think, you know, my opinion with plastic surgery is that I hate to be judgmental and I've done plastic surgery myself, but, you know, trying to change yourself too much, I think it's, it's a problem. I think it's more about, you know, if you want to change a little something here and there, okay, but, you know, overthink about it. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. we, you know, you put this idea in your head and you do it and then you regret it. And if you regret, regretting a plastic surgery must be so bad. Like I did not regret mine and I'm so happy, but I, I truly took a lot of time before, mm-hmm. you know, actually doing it and saying, okay, I'm actually going to do it. So we're going to do rapid fire. So like just like one or two word answers or a sentence if you can. What's your best playlist song for like a cardio drill to like pump you up? Rihanna, anything Rihanna. If your house was on fire, what two things would you run back in and get? My husband and my phone, because I have so many memories on my phone, like photos, videos. So yeah, those two. Okay. And what's the most boring thing ever to you? People who feel like they are better than others. Uh, Being surrounded by those people, it just bores me so much. And I just want to get out of the room. Like, there's no such thing. No, but no, everyone is special in their own way. And and those type of attitudes are, it's what bores me the most. Who is your first celebrity crush? My celebrity crush. And to this day, Chris Hemsworth. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one. Oh my God. I cannot. Okay. Is it better to ask permission or beg forgiveness? Ask permission. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you have a spider, if you find a spider in your house, what do you do? Do you set it free or do you say RIP? <laughs> oh my gosh. I had a spider. I need to tell a story on this one. I had a spider <laughs> on my shower and it was huge. And I look up and she was there and I was scared that she was going to jump up, like, you know, go down on my, and I, we didn't kill her, but my husband was able to manage taking her like inside a little cup. He closed it and he put it outside. But like my first feeling was to like kill it because she was going, or else she was going to kill me. But, you know, we try not to kill like insects, even insects inside the house. So he especially like he cannot kill a little ant. So he took it outside and let her free. There's so many spiders in L.A. actually. So there's always going to be. I think it's funny that you that you think she's a she. I always think they're he's. Really? I think she's a <laughs> she <spiders>. always. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last question. If you did a dream quarantine redo, where would you quarantine and why? I would quarantine in my hometown in Brazil where I was raised, where I grew up. And well, the reason why I would quarantine there is because I still have family there and I have my horses. I grew up riding horses and we have horses of our own today. And, you know, my dream this quarantine was to be there riding horses every day, like in the, in the wilds, in the nature. So yeah, I would be so happy quarantining there. Thanks for listening. You can find details on every product mentioned in today's episode, along with our exclusive promo codes on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter. Every episode will be delivered directly to your inbox so you won't miss a single thing. And get social with us. Let us know what you think of the episode. You can follow us on Instagram at breakingbeautypodcast. And did you know we also have a private Facebook group? Just search Breaking Beauty Podcast chat room. You can even leave us a voicemail at any time with questions or feedback at 1-844-227-0302. And don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast fix. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, where you can show us some love by writing a review. See you next Wednesday.